G'day. Welcome back to our series, Investigating Jesus, where we are looking together at that most extraordinary of men, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Reading from Luke chapter 4, verses 31 to 44. Then Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching, because his words had authority. In the synagogue there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, Go away! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. All the people were amazed and said to each other, What words these are? With authority and power he gives orders to impure spirits, and they came out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. Jesus left the synagogue and went to the house of Simon. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. At sunset the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness, and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people, shouting, You are the Son of God. But Jesus rebuked them, and would not allow them to speak, because they knew he was the Messiah. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Thanks be to God for this written word. Jesus walked through the rioting mob and went to Capernaum, and here he engaged in various aspects of public ministry. What did this public ministry look like, and what was the reaction to Jesus and his ministry? First of all, Jesus preached. Here we see Jesus setting up his ministry headquarters in Capernaum, and from there he started teaching in the synagogue, the natural place. Jesus was Jewish. People were astonished that he taught with such authority. Obviously, an authority which was greater than those of the synagogue leaders. His ministry involved rebuking. Our Lord did not want the demons to bear witness to himself and his identity. Again, people were astonished at Jesus' power and authority. Healing. Jesus bought their sick and asked Jesus to help them. Wow, Jesus can heal the sick. And there was praying. Jesus was up early the next morning to pray. 
It was in prayer that Jesus found his strength and his power for service of God. And you know what? So must we if we desire to serve God. All during this period, we can learn several things about Jesus and his ministry towards those he encountered and interacted with. We know that there was no new teaching. Jesus has God's authority to do what he is doing, preaching, healing, and releasing. We see that God desires humility. Jesus is looking for people to acknowledge their spiritual blindness and poverty so that he may liberate them. We see the importance of God's word. In the previous verses, Jesus counters the devil by using God's word, and he continues to do this throughout his ministry. Jesus teaches and preaches in the synagogues, rebukes demons, and heals diseases, all with the authority of God's word. And Jesus today, as we read the gospel accounts of the life of Jesus, we see that Jesus reached out to all kinds of people, particularly people whose society had rejected or were cast-offs, castaways. These people included the sick, women, Gentiles, the religious elite, anybody. There was no barrier Jesus wasn't prepared to break down so as to show God's love for them and to them and towards them. Can the same be said of us today? Jesus' mission was to be the saviour of the world as God's son and the servant of the Lord. Jesus' mission was to give a message of hope for the spiritually poor and spiritually oppressed people. People not only in his hometown of Nazareth, not only in Israel, his country, but rather for the whole world of all time. And people have two choices when faced with this fact. They can accept it or they can reject it. There is no other option. Love leaves a choice. That is why, as Christian disciples, we are to be actively engaged, each one of us, in evangelism, in telling people of this news about Jesus Christ. Will you go and tell somebody, somewhere, this week, this good news about Jesus Christ? More next week. Thank you for visiting Partakers. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something to help you as a Christian disciple in the 21st century. See you later.